Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. That's right. We're here. We're now going to try to learn, maybe. We're never going to learn. This podcast isn't about learning. You guys know it. Uh, I'm all set up in the new apartment. Got it all squared away. Yeah. Uh, It's a little different this time because it's an office now where I'm recording. It's no longer just the studio. It's It's an office, you know, sharing it with my girl. We got her space set up too, so it's... Now this office has got a little bit more of a feminine touch to it, which is probably good. Maybe it'll help me create some uh, better things and maybe give me off some different energies. You know, man, you want to get that fucking sweet fucking energy you get in your place, man. You want to make sure you have nothing but smooth vibes, dude. Yeah, I don't know if that's important. I do believe in like setting up rooms, though, for like different areas that you do things uh because it helps i think it helps me anyway i know like I, I have to have separate areas in order to that where i can do things i have to differentiate things for them like there's there's relaxation there's uh working out there's uh creativity you know i separate those into different rooms and i build around those rooms around what I want them to be used for. Um, which sometimes you got to mesh with them, especially like, you know, when you live in apartments, like this is the first, their second two bedroom apartment I've lived in. So like, I actually have a separate space where I've kind of put things that I do, um, other than relaxing. Like my first apartment, that was, I think the hardest part is like when I first started stand up, I lived in this one bedroom apartment and all it was is it's like I just kept the living room was everything. So I had like a desk out there. Like the desk was right when you walked in the door. There's just this black desk uh, that had just a giant. My favorite thing that I ever did was I started comic collecting comic books and I bought one of those giant white boxes that I kept at the end and was just collecting comic books. I sold them before I moved to Utah. But, like, I just had those on the end. I think I read a lot of them, but not all of the ones I collected. I started collecting series right away, like series that had already been like 30 issues deep so i had to like i'm gonna start from the beginning because it'll be a fun way to do this i had that on there and then like i it didn't have i didn't create that space very well for like an area to um actually create it was like just this desk and i could i could sit down and work on stuff but it wasn't like that way i set it up for entertainment pretty well like i had the computer and the two monitor system where I could have the computer up and watch stuff and uh, play games at the same time. But that's just, it wasn't like a creative space. And that wasn't very relaxing. Uh, so, like, when I got my two-bedroom apartment, it was pretty great because I got to, like, create the living room space where you just kind of, like, sat around and, like, chilled. Invite the boys over, watch some motherfucking wrestling pay-per-views, you know what I'm talking about? Got a big L-shaped couch. You could fit all the bros on there. Pound some brews, go outside, smoke a cigarette in between matches when there were nothing going on, talk shit. You know what it is. Wrestling life. It's what's up. So, you know, I set that up. And then, like, setting up the area where I could be more creative uh, with uh, trying to write. That was important. 
None of this has been funny up to this point. I apologize, guys. But that's just how my brain works. The biggest dude is like, and I know I talk about fitness a lot on this podcast, or like trying to stay fit. Like, just making the effort as much as possible is very important. I fail all the time. I think it worked out once this week. It's Thursday. I should go to the gym after this. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Um, But, like, I don't understand how people make, like, like they just buy a couple weights and they work out in their living room and stuff like that or just, like, in their room. Because you could get a seriously good workout in with just a kettlebell or, like, a, or a curl bar with some, like, various amounts of weights. But, dude, it, like, there's nothing more unappealing to me than fucking – Working out. I say there's nothing more unappealing to me. <laughs> pretty sure I can think of some more unappealing things. Like, you know, St. James Island. That's pretty fucking unpleasant. I don't... I think that's pretty disturbing. But, yeah. I just... There's nothing there that motivates me about that. Like, you would think... It's right there, so you have no excuse. But, like, the getting up, going to a place, and, like, helps me kick into a mode where it's like, okay... You're here, that means you normally do this here, so you just jump right into that mode. Um, it's important, I think, for me. I don't know. Guys, create your own spaces that you want things to happen in. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know, dude. I'm fucking, I'm out of it. I don't have much go, going on right now. I've been trying to do stand-up. Uh, new city, uh, new group of people trying to meet and do stand-up with. It's interesting. Uh, you know... Most of the jokes work. That's what's nice is most of the old jokes that I know work, work. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to pepper in new stuff and trying to work on new things. But it's it's been difficult. I haven't been uh, on my game. And it's probably just because of distraction because I don't have a fucking job right now. Woo, dark period in my life right now, guys. But, you know, so I'm going on all these interviews and applying, so I think I'm a little stressed out about that. And we're just driving gas and wasting gas driving going to open mics. It's not a waste because it's something I like doing. When you're driving, burning gas, spending a couple bucks on beers because you don't want to, like, not help out the venue. You want to buy them something to support them. It'll help you keep let them fucking keep having those open mics. That's the one thing. People don't be cheap if you're going to open mics. Buy at least a beer or something. Just, like, support the establishment because there's a lot of places that wouldn't allow you to have the opportunity to do it. So there's my PSA for stand-ups. Fucking buy a couple drinks or something. At least buy a Coke or something. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out, navigating the scenes. Uh, What's nice is I've been hitting more than one mic. That's what's nice. So hopefully I finally get better at this. Like, I've gotten better, but it's uh, hopefully I can accelerate that rate. I've gone uh, four times this week, which that's like twice as much as I used to be able to get in Des Moines, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, so there's opportunities that help with that. So hopefully I just keep doing it and uh, people see, you know, it's just all putting your fucking self out there. Everything you ever do is always going to be uh, like a little like weird. It's like the group, new kid like group. It's, it all goes back to fucking high school, man. It's all high school. Like you just you come in as the new kid and you're sitting at the table and you're just like, hey, uh, I just want to know what's kind of like the thing around here, and you just get ice cold shoulders right away. Just people making sure that like they're trying to weed you out and like test you, and it's not even like testing, but I get it too. It's like they don't. It, it, with the stand-up, I've noticed that, like, um, 
especially if you're a new person in the stand-up, right? Like, uh, like you've just started out. Uh, you're going to get the cold shoulder pretty hard because most people end up quitting, like, within the first six months. Like, that's a thing that happens pretty, like, religiously. It's probably going to happen. So people don't want to, like, take the time to get to know somebody who's just going to, like, drop out of the scene or whatever. Um, and, like, they don't know that I've been doing it for three years, and obviously I moved here, and the first thing I did was start finding open mics to go to. So I like doing it, and I want to do it. Um so they don't know that because they haven't talked to me yet, but they're t- they're weeding, they're waiting it out to see if I am one of those guys who's going to stick around, and then they'll probably talk to me, um, at least at the one place. Uh, the other mics I've gone to now, uh, I kind of like those. One, they're a little smaller, you know. They don't really don't have, uh, you know, it's mostly just the comics, which is fine. But it's like five, six, six of us, and sometimes they just like let us run the light and like go work on shit, which is kind of cool. I can appreciate that. At least they like know, like, hey, at least they're all trying, and we're all trying to get better. That's a like a nice environment to be in. So, it's interesting uh, for me, anyway. I don't know where I'm going. I'm trying to be funny, guys. Hopefully, like all the the shit I have here for uh, articles this week would be good. I have I I don't have I haven't witnessed anything. I don't leave the house much. I pick up dog shit most days, guys. <laughs> I got three co-hosts in here with me now. Yeah, from now on, not worth the time. We'll probably always feature three uh, other co-hosts with me. We got Harper Lee. She's a a terrier. Yes, she's uh very she's very quiet though. She doesn't like to be on the mic very often. You got uh, Dizzy Izzy, uh the resident Chihuahua, Yappy. She just constantly will be talking probably. You probably hear me yell at her and put her in her place, but that's fine. You know that's what the Chihuahua does. And then we got uh, Sweeney Todd, uh the resident mischief man. Yeah, the name fits him too well. He is a fucking serial killer. He kills birds, brings them to the steps. He also is just uh, notoriously trying to fuck with things that aren't to be fucked with. So, those are my new co-hosts. Uh, I I became a pet owner when I moved into my new place, which is kind of cool. But what it, it is what it is, and I like it. I like it being a pet owner. It's kind of nice. I'll tell you what, having the dog uh, and having to take them outside... And like you know, it it just is at least a, r- a routine thing. While I haven't been, uh, haven't had a job, like I can go take them and do something, and like, okay, let's go outside, and rather than just sitting in the apartment, like waiting for phone calls for job interviews. Job interviews are the fucking worst, guys. Jesus Christ, I you know for somebody who does a podcast, who talk, and you basically have to talk about yourself when you're just doing it, doing a podcast all alone. But I don't like talking about myself that much. I really don't. It's it's like at least bragging. I'd rather put myself down than brag about myself. But the problem with a job interview is it's all like, hey, you better sell yourself here. You better be on top of your game. Like pitch me why you are worthy. It's just it's like weird lord interviews are like being interviewed by a lord of the land. <laughs> Oh, you're just like sitting in the chair and they're like, what can you do for me? Well, my lord, I, I, I'm i very good at Excel spreadsheets. Ah, the sp- spreadsheets of Excel. Yes, we need someone to Excel at Excel. <laughs> See what I did? Oh, oh, King, you're so funny. You gotta laugh at the shitty jokes because you don't fucking like their jokes. 
but you need that job so bad. So you just gotta you gotta appease the Lord and get that fucking job bailing hay out there, just like one of the scrums, hoping you can bring home some fucking turnips that the king threw out. Man, I just made jobs sound super depressing and oppressing. At least, I don't know. It's better than being a monarchy. Though. At least you get to choose. That's the nice part. I just get tired of reading, like, descriptions. Like, after a while, when you get on, like, job board websites, like, you just realize all job descriptions are the same. They're just the same people. Uh, like, we need somebody to work in a fast-paced environment. And uh, communicates well with others. Bro, how fast-paced are we talking? Are we talking, I got to run the 400 and then talk to Karen about our strategy for fourth quarter? Because I'm going to be out of breath if you make me run the 400 before I do that. That's a, like, and what pace do you need me to run the 400 at? Uh, You know, smoked a couple cigarettes in the day. You know, I'm not quite the athlete I used to be. You know? I need, uh, I need that, con I need a, uh, Maybe get an oxygen mask, start training. Do I need to do a ath uh, triathlon training? Make sure I'm getting on that. Is it only foot running? Do I have to bike places? Like what kind of speed are you doing? Do I have to be fast and furious in this workplace, bro? Do I have to race Vin Diesel in in order to like get the memo for this morning? I have to win a drag race. I got to go like Need for Speed Underground style. And the only way I can make it to the next bracket of the tournament is by winning. How many lives do I get? How many chances do I get to win? What kind of upgrades give me to the car? I it, That's just all the fucking descriptions. It's over and over again. The best part, too, is when you go on those job boards and you go... It's like any website. The reviews are fucking hilarious. Um, like, I should just go find some random... I'm going to do that. Let's do, let's do that. This will be a f not worth the time first... And probably only. Maybe we'll do it later too on. But like let's uh let's go let's say Dallas. Let's go to Dallas, Texas. Okay, and let's see what uh companies pop up here. Let's see here. Normally like the companies, but like the the the, the reviews are the best because they're either people who were like probably let go by the company and they're extremely angry or there's somebody there. They're just somebody from the corporate. Just they're like, hey guys, we go write some positive reviews, please. Like, we need some like uh something like hey, there, so like people don't hate us. Okay, let's see here. Oh, this company has a pretty good rating. So okay, like uh, you gotta get, like if it has a good rating, we gotta find like a one with like a mid range. We need like a three star because that's when you get the really funny ones. Let's see here. Bu, 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 bu. Oh, Home Depot. Wow, they got almost a four star too. Let's check it out though. Let's see what reviews Home Depot in Texas has. Let's see here. Let's go to the. Let's go, can I just go to the two star reviews? I'd like to see those. Um, man. Okay, come on. There's got to be one. There we go. One star. Here we go. Did not enjoy working here. This place dragged. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know that was a definite, competent employee. They used the word drag to ex explain their experience at the fucking Home Depot. You were probably dragging the lumber and starting fires in the back. 
I he this guy is probably the dude who almost burnt down the entire lumber section of Home Depot. Okay, it was unsafe because you wouldn't get on the ladder, bro. You were the one throwing wood down and not looking to see if people were walking through the aisles. Uh, and a long day every day. Do not work here if you can help it. You will regret it. The management is a mess. Some of my favorite. Now let's go. Okay, here's a five-star one. Home Depot requires you to have a positive attitude with a lending a helping hand to others. Cashiers consistent, uh, concise of ringing up items uh, for customers and walking around uh, the counter to check if they are missing any large items the consumer cannot lift into the ca- or onto the counter. At Home Depot, the customer is very ho- the customers are very wholesome, and you can learn a lot from them. I had a full-on open heart conversation with different customers on a day-to-day basis. If that doesn't sound like some fucking corporate sleaze bag wrote a review on indeed.com, I don't know what it is. Like that's nothing about a really personal like not till the very end is it about like a personal experience. Everything up top like because people are inherently selfish when they write a review. They immediately touch on themselves. This weights this hits like a bunch of like core value statements like Jesus Christ. All right, let's see what's this two star one. Normal retail experience is sim uh, slightly better than average pay. Uh, okay, work environment, a good team mentality, but hard to balance personal life with a ver- verity schedule. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's a, that's actually a fair thing. I don't think that involves like a two star then. I mean, he must have just, like, did, did your grandma die while you were working at Home Depot? You know? Did you have to, you know, I don't know. What, what, did you miss your kids, or did you miss your kids' soccer game? How big of a deal was the personal life balance thing? I don't know. If you miss one of your buddy's wedding, you didn't miss anything. You know how you went to your cousin Janet's wedding? Looked the same, different color scheme, bro. <laughs> All weddings are the same, just different color scheme in a different room. Otherwise, it's the same shit, and you're just going to get hammered with your friends anyway. Uh, the work culture was fake. <laughs> I have no words that would give this company an A. It's... All sounds good before actually working. Management sucked, and like most places in this new generation, no respect for what's right. Huh. Wow, calling out the moral compass at Home Depot there, huh? Turns out it's not just the blue-collar workers out there. Kind of coming at you there. Well, that's, that's funny. Let's go. I wonder if I kind of want to keep doing this now. I might say fuck whatever else I had on fucking deck today. Because <laughs> like, uh, this is fucking classic. Uh, let's go. Let's let's find another company here. Let's uh, let's go to a different fucking place. Uh, okay, that's the United States. Like, what can I find here? Uh, let's go back to Indeed. I want to search another company. Uh, do do Where should we go, fellas and j- gals? Fellas, gals, and zals? Bows? <laughs> I'm going to start calling everybody bowels. Uh, you're just nothing but a bow bag. That's what we all are. The big old bow bag. 
<laughs> it's so close to ball bag, it's making me laugh. This is why you can't let people sit in a room with a microphone by themselves, guys. Okay, let's go. Let's go Philly. Yeah, let's go Philadelphia. And uh, let's see what companies we got here. Dude, this has got to be good. ShopRite, what do you got for me, Philadelphia? Give me the reviews. They have an overall 3.6 rating. Let's see here. Uh, I've got a lot of threes. Here we go. One Number one. A one star. The number one star. <laughs> they couldn't get past this first star. ShopRite treats employees like dirt. <laughs> Hours suck sometimes, and customers will absolutely treat you horribly unless you're 16. What? And you can't find anything else. Uh, find another job. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. I thought they were saying the management treated 16-year-olds right. Turns out uh, fucking uh, ShopRite's a little bit of a hemophilia uh, fucking hot spot, you know, they're just like, they're like, oh, you're 16, how you doing, yeah, what's going on, uh, so, uh, uh, you, you, uh, got your own car, oh, you got your mom's old Honda Civic, nice, <laughs> just fight, I don't know, uh, let's see here, do, do, do. oh, here's a, po let's read a positive one here, this is a four star, uh, there is a five-star above it, but I want to read the four-star because they kind of mix these in. Let's see here. I like to work there because each day is new, and I love dealing with customers. Uh, manage was nice uh, and helpful. One day I came into work, and a storm formed in a long way and was told the store was closed because the storm... Because of the storm. When I told the manager I was paid for the day and reimbursed the money for transportation, uh, the most enjoyable part of the job was everyone was so nice and friendly. I made lifelong friends working for that company. I learned how to run a whole the whole department. Now, this is definitely a real thing. Now, because and this is true okay first of all how i read that is how this is written um second of all um pretty like let's see here where there's a very spelling mistakes like um learned is spelled l-e-a-r-d should be n-e-d <laughs> at the end there there just, just missing a couple letters. And then the whole department, um, they they spelled it H-O-L-E, whole. So she ran the whole department. She ran the part where when you got caught shoplifting at ShopRite, where they fucking like, put him in the hole. Get him down there. He's not supposed to be here. He's shoplifting and causing all sorts of mischief. And we will not have that in our shop, right? No, siree. This is where it goes. Oh, we're out of fucking... My fucking weird-ass timer isn't playing the song anymore. I gotta maybe make my own drop for the misconnections. Well, guys, we're not gonna do any articles this week because that was way more fun to do than it was to... um you know, actually uh, talk about the shit I found this week. So that'll be safe for another time. But this week, we're going to get into our misconnections. And, you know, this one comes from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, it's called Jogging Girl in Mills Creek Park. 
you know, as we post the Dawson's Creek. Why do things happen in creeks? Why, who, did, do people, did anybody, if you've lost your virginity uh, near a creek, will you write into the show and tell me about your life? Because I want to know how one ends up at that spot. Because, like, maybe a riverbank? I don't know, like, even a riverbank, like, I don't know. Do people actually have good stories about how they lost their virginity? Like, that are good. Like, right, that's something we're going to do for the show. I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but write in about how you lost your virginity, and we'll maybe, I'll, maybe I'll read a few of the stories on the show. I think it'd be fun to talk about that. I lost mine in the most stereotypical way, guys. Junior prom. That's right. And it wasn't actually the d- night of junior prom. It was the day after because we were going to, and then it was, like, so late. Like, you know, prom doesn't get over till like, 6 in the morning, and it's like, uh... I, and I was so nervous. I was like, ah, uh, maybe we should uh, just go get some rest right now. And, like, I panicked. Total nerd. All right. But jogging girl in Mills Creek Park. This guy is looking for this gal. I saw you jogging with your blonde hair bouncing, and you look so nice. Why bouncing? That, that That's, like, if you're trying, this is my thing. Like, half the time, sometimes, at least the people make an effort with this. It's, like, sexual a little bit. Like, they use good adjectives. That, like, you're bouncing blonde. You're blonde. It said, ugh, if I could talk, guys. Maybe I can make it through this podcast if I could talk. It says, you're blonde hair bouncing. That doesn't, like, seem like you're, like, interested in this. It sounds like you're trying to be Dr. Seuss hitting on a chick. This is how Dr. Seuss wrote poems to his fucking girlfriends. She was a lovely tall gal with bouncing blonde hair. And she wore a nice pink dress everywhere. I went down and saw her put on her stockings. That's because I cut a peephole in the <laughs> in the marshal's dressing room. I don't know. I didn't rhyme there at all. But you get the idea. Ugh. I'm tired of being held to such a high standard. Half of it's just me, though. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway... Uh, we exchange smiles. Oh, always means, got it, people, if you don't know this, if the opposite sex or even the same sex or even the random gender you're attracted to smiles back at you, it immediately means that they want you. You have the right to go after them. No, that's not what that means. People read into smiles in weird ways. I uncomfortably smile at people most of the time, so I don't get why this is such a big deal. Um, by the time you saw... Uh, by the time I saw you coming back tor- around towards, what? Incomplete sentence, man. Jesus. Uh, I knew I was going to give you a cheesy smile this time. I was in the white t-shirt and tall. Were you in a tall white tee, sir? The ones that go down to your knees? Be honest. Be honest. And then you had Jankos on. Please tell me you had a white, tea, white long tee and Jankos on. This dude was fuck. Then like you're definitely giving off the girl vibes to this girl that you are definitely the one. She's active on a jog, and you're in Jankos and a long white tee, dude. That's a match made in heaven. I I salute you, sir. You you go on your journey. You make sure you get what you want, sir. Ah oh, man, guys, this has been a little bit of a rough cast. I apologize, but you know what? was better than this cast everything over at punninggame.com you can find backlog episodes of this podcast that are fucking fantastic right there 
uh, you can listen to next the next one that comes out of Not Worth the Time. Uh, not this next coming Monday, but the Monday after that, because it's rotating Mondays. And in between that, you can listen to No Rational Thought with Nathan. It's great. Then every Tuesday, you have The Grove Podcast, along with an episode of Fun Pun Gaming, maybe, once we figure out how we can film it and continue to do the show. Wednesdays, you got Who Gives a F with myself and Nathan, breaking it down, talking shit, talking about English people with Boston accents. It's fantastic. Uh, you can catch that every Wednesday. Thursdays, you got Monster Jamboree with Matt Lamb and Eric Bridges. Check that out. It's so much fun listening to them talk about movies and most of the time them talking about things that are not movie-related. Uh, and then Fridays, you have Things About Stuff with Judge Die and The Bearded One. Check it out, guys. You can learn about all sorts of things, mainly the Cubs roster. So if you want to know about the Chicago Cubs, they'll fill you right in. Um. And yeah, and if you want to support the website, guys, don't forget to go right to the website and go to the punning game shop where you can see the t-shirts um, and hoodies we have to offer for all the different shows on the website. Uh, appreciate it. Um, go check out all the social medias. Uh, there obviously won't be any links uh, in tonight uh, today's show because uh, I didn't do any actual stuff. So there are no links. But you can check out all the links to all the socials, the YouTube page I run, and all that good stuff. So check that out. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. Not worth the time. And remember, only write a review from the heart.